Sixto Sanchez, the name, and he played on the Bills team. Till coronavirus came and gave him a false positive. In the spring of 21, the Bills were angry, having no fun. By April 1st, his shoulder hurt, and then he had to have an MRI done. The night they drove old Sixto down, and the Bills were complaining, I said, the night they drove old Sixto down. And mine is leaving, Bill said, da, 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 da. This league is dumb, da, dumb, da, dumb, dumb. Do, 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 do. intro from one John Lundy. We have quite a show for you today. We are joined by really the team that's at the forefront of a lot of the discussion, uh, a lot of the the league dialogue, uh, a team that, you know, whether it's the Brian Hayes uh, ordeal or the Sixto debacle, there is a lot to talk about. And and that team is a story about Bill. Co-owners Mike Lundy and Alex Schneider are on board. I'm Elliot Shaw. You're listening to The Call with Shaw, another great episode. And let me introduce the guys. Mike, Alex, how are we? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Very happy to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have you guys on board because, you know, I, I, I think that, number one, we need, to, we need to let the league know what's on your guys' mind, where your heads are at. I mean, obviously, the, 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 the WhatsApp group has been, you know, on fire lately with all of the, the conversations surrounding that. So let's, let's get right into it. I, I, let's talk gripes with the league. I, I want to hear exactly what it is that, that, is, that is, you know, at, in, at the forefront of everything right now with you guys and with the story about Bill Franchise. Yeah, I, I Mike, I'll let you kick it off. Yeah, I appreciate that, Elliot, and I appreciate you for having us on. Um, I think that, you know, obviously the, the Cabrian Hayes thing was honestly, truly Schneider and I just trolling. Obviously we know that we, I think actually we, what do we do? We picked him accidentally, right? Schneider, he was at the top of our queue. Yeah. He was in queue and your, and your Wi-Fi went out. And my Wi-Fi went out. So he was picked. (laughs) So then my brother saw that we picked him and he told me the next day, he's like, if you guys hadn't. If it hadn't popped up, we were going to save him for a few rounds. So that was all obviously just kind of good fun. Um, but I, I do want to, you know, make some clear some things. Like, and I think we all know this, Elliot. You've obviously been in the league for is it ten years now? Ten years. So, this is yeah. year ten. Right. So I think that the league has like a lot of like it does have a lot of issues. Yes. Mayor put it very succinctly that we treat some things like it's holier like than anything in the whole world. And then there are some issues that go by the wayside at certain times. Yeah. Um, 
I think any fantasy league truly where the commissioner has to write a five page like rule book is it's really it's like really I don't blame Jordan. I just think that mm-hmm. like you're getting into the weeds of something that really shouldn't it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. It shouldn't be as serious. Then again, and I'm sure we can all appreciate this, when you're paying five hundred bucks, yeah, you do want to win. So I, of I course. don't think that money factor really comes into it. And Mon obviously stopped me at any point. But my I think the six though thing was just a um kind of a build up for me. Yeah. Uh I think that and Shaw, I don't I think you were in the league when I, you obviously were when I proposed this, but I think the league and it's changed drift drastically. Like mm-hmm. I think fantasy baseball is meant to be like a category fantasy sport. So I proposed that years ago. Yeah. To switch to Roto? Not Roto. You can still do head to head and you can still mm-hmm. do categories. But yeah. There are certain values that you get in categories. Like, like the sport is more complex than being dumbed down to points. It just is. Now, granted, I've I've backed off that for the past few years because, frankly, the sport has gotten much less complex. It's all about strikeouts. Mm-hmm. It's all about homers. Fantasy might as well be the same in, in that yeah. sense. But so that years ago was a, something that I found frustrating. The site frustrates us all. Oh, absolutely. All the time. Mon and I have had multiple issues with it this year that's affected us to the point where we don't pick up someone and then yep. we find out, well, he wasn't available to be picked up anyway. Or Elliot, we were talking about this morning, like how you guys picked up Duffy literally split seconds before we were able to. Yeah. Because this, the app was literally just in loading stage from, <laughs> from 12.59 to 1 p.m. where it was, we literally, it just wouldn't let us click add. So we had to refresh the app and by the time we refreshed the app, it's then we're fucked. So that's a whole nother thing. I mean, the app is obviously, and, yeah. and I've spoke about that a lot on this show. The app is horrible. I don't even use the app. I use the mobile web and I use the, the desktop. Um, so I, I, I get it. I get the frustration from that standpoint. Now, now, Mike, going back to, you know, just your, your, your franchise in general, you know, going back to the start of it, when you were with the, the guy who your team is named after that yeah. we won't actually say his name. I mean, you have dealt with a lot of controversy, you know, throughout the years of this league. And and one thing, though, that I do really appreciate is just how dedicated you have been to this league, despite your your issues with it and your concerns. And, and just, you know, on draft night, you, you're one of the biggest proponents of just having fun and, and, you know, poo-pooing on Steve's and annoyingness with the time and everything and just appreciating the fact that we have this league. We have this time to be able to draft and, and, and get away from the, the wife and kids, I think is how you, you, you stated it um, in the chat. And I think that that's appreciative. And I have to say, and this is something that we'll get into in a little bit as well, in terms of you, you know, your, your, you and, and mine's potential um, departure. I think it would really, I think it would really, uh, it would really suck to have you have both of you guys leave. Cause I know mine, this is what year two for you. Uh, yeah. Year. No, this is year, year three. three. Oh, year looks three. like Wax Wax just had another bad joke in the group. Shocking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I appreciate that. And, uh, but I also think, Elliot, that the most important thing we should do at the end of every year, mm-hmm. right, is re- like recognize what like is ailing or hurting a league, especially one that's been going for this long. And we've done, we have made adjustments. Like, give us credit, right? There was times where, remember, you could pick someone up and keep them in like the 18th round, right? Yeah. So, someone would pick up a Mike Trout or a Giancarlo Stanton, and they'd have them for four years in the 18th round while they're hitting 50 homers. We adjusted yeah. that to move it to the middle. 
The stud rule. Yeah. Yeah. We've expanded rosters, but I actually believe that a lot of issues stem from our league. And I'll get to the Sixto thing to begin with is the fact that it's not really a keeper league. Yeah. The keepers are really not important. Like I know that we love the deadline deals and it, it creates action, but the facts are, is that Anslow and Rutman won the league with no picks and barely any keepers a couple of years ago. When you have a roster that's 25 plus and you're only keeping a sixth of it, and mm-hmm. the fact is that you can blow it. Schneider and I had great keepers last year. I know it was a dumbed down league and Scherzer just stunk for 60 games. He's back now, but there's, there's an inherent fact that it leads to people trading a ton of stuff because they can only keep four guys. So if they have three guys already, right, and they want one more and they're not going to make it, why wouldn't they trade every stud they have to get that one keeper? When in reality, and I think this is also why, and Mon, you and I are both big proponents of this person as a person, that Burkle struggles a lot because he, <laughs> he is always constantly thinking, I want the young guys, I want the – but the fact is when you can only keep four of them, it doesn't really matter, which is why I proposed – uh, Jordan proposed six this year. I yeah. honestly believe that there should be 10 keepers. Ten. I truly, I think it would make the draft go faster. I think it would bring in a multitude of strategy and it wouldn't. And it would also lead to the fact that Mon and I wouldn't be so pissed that one of our keepers is getting totally screwed by COVID. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I think, and I think that it would lessen the amount of crazy trades that we have where teams are just, giving away studs for a pick and a keeper that ultimately doesn't, I mean, Matt, and I think Matt and Hirsch had like five picks in the first three rounds, plus four creepers. Did they even make the playoffs that year? And the team that they traded with ended up winning the whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, they, they bought at the deadline and then, and then I think came in like seventh or eighth. Right. Sounds about right. Yeah. But just, 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 just to, uh, you know, it, like you look at today's news, Pujols released. Yeah, obviously to make room for Joe Adele, awesome keeper long term. No one picked him up yet. Why? Yeah, I don't. Because I, that's keep, a great point. keepers really don't matter right now. So it's you know it's one of those things where if you could have ten keepers, first of all Adele wouldn't even be dropped. And right when the Pujols news happened, you'd pick him up right away if he was available. And I, so, and I just think if it wasn't ten, it would be eight. But I think that it's weird. We've expanded roster. Even six. I, like yeah. two two more would be nice. I, I agree with you. I think for, you know, especially given, you know, it's not even really meant to be with all of the, the paperwork and, and, and things that we have in this league. It, it's a, it should be a dynasty league. It should be a league that, you know, one thing that we spoke about, uh, I think, that, I don't know if it was the last episode. I think it was the last episode is the getting rid of the minor league spot. I thought that was such a cool thing to have two spots available. You need a minor league two. spot. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I wasn't in the league when you we have a that. farm. That system. feels like, an, that feels like a no brainer to me to bring back. Um, the format should be more of a dynasty. And I, and I think that you are hitting the nail on the head when you say, cause I, listen, I was, I, I was a proponent on expanding the roster. And I think that, uh, I, I think if, if we go back to voting on that, I think that maybe more people could see that and, and, and like that idea. Now, are there things that could change that could change your guys' mind that, that, that you would stay with this league? Cause I'm telling you, it would be really disappointing to lose you both. Uh, I if we win that- it all this year. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I do have to be completely upfront. Like, I think that it's just so you're aware, Shaw. Before, like, Jordan will admit this that before Sixto 
the Sixto thing happened, after the draft and after our entire team was on IL for the first, like, week, Mon and I just talked about it. We're like, it's so exhausting, 162-game season. We yeah. can't even pay attention like we used to. We don't have the knowledge, right? It's like, obviously, we're all working and we're all moving on with our lives in some essence that it's like, not that, again, not the money, but it's like 500 bucks and, like, we're talking about, and I say this on draft night sometimes, we're talking about Mark Kanha versus <laughs> Rymel Tapia in the 18th <laughs> round. And, and Mon's like, I have a 7.30 in the morning phone call tomorrow. Like, can we just finish this? Mm-hmm. And by the way, we made the right pick because Tapia has yeah. been great. But yeah, so well, Kanha. So is Kanha. So really to, my, but to my point is like, I think that's where some of the, the frustration lies in that if – Part of the league recognizes that it's still just a fantasy league, right? We're just trying to, like, have fun, keep it. Playing fantasy for fantasy. Exactly. And then we literally have some guys who are silent owners. Like, did you even know that Azeman is Kleinstein's partner? Yes, that I knew. I know nothing about – I didn't know – I don't know Jake Hirsch. um, Nobody does except for me and Zach because we know Matt's home friends. And, like – Steve had a partner in Jason Axelvan for the longest right. time. I don't even know if he still is. I don't even. You he's probably not. don't even know him. He declared that he's he's his own owner now. Yeah. So, like, there's when you have a Dubin was an owner the entire time and just just acted like he wasn't because he couldn't handle the chat and he couldn't handle the fact that there was so much what I like to call is but like bullshit on this. You got to be in the chat. You got to be in the chat. It's no way to be in the chat. Perlman's so, team's good every year, but you're either in the all chat. in on like, the league. Yeah, you're either all in on the league and you're, you know, in the chat or or you're not. I, I totally agree. I mean, you know, I don't even I remember Nick Nevius was in this league and uh Zach Freeze was in this league. You know, their owners have been churning out, but you, Mike, Mike, you have been a staple in this league, and, and Mon, you've been a great addition. And I just, you know, I, I look at your roster, you're sitting at two and two, and it just it breaks my heart that you guys are are considering to you know, uh you know, dis- disbanding after the year. We should be three and one. I can't believe they got 150 <laughs> points and 95 from three pitchers on Sunday. That's a whole another thing. We literally <laughs> talked about it right before, and we were like, if Mania pitches just half decent, and as long as Scherzer doesn't throw a complete game shutout, we'll be fine. <laughs> and then yeah. he just throws a complete game shutout or one run. Meanwhile, Carlos Mart- like Carlos Martinez didn't even – enter my brain as possibly doing anything here. I think Dude, he, he put 50, up 51.5 and he, his start moved up from Monday to Sunday because Wayne Wright went on the IL. Yeah. It's crazy. He was pitching out like short rest. So I, uh, I just, but to get back to it, Schultz, I know you want to talk about it. The yeah. Sixto thing for Schneider and I, there's a couple things that are frustrating about it. First of all, we didn't bring it up the first three weeks of the year, even though it happened six hours after the draft that he went down, which yeah. we, we knew he was going down. That happens all the time. You only need four starters. And he and he was delayed because of COVID visa issues and then COVID false positive. Mm-hmm. So we, we had read the entire time that he was still building up. And he's like, they're just going to pitch him the fifth time. So then he gets hurt. And it says, mild inflammation, no big deal. What did it say, Schneider? Seven to ten days, not a big deal. Yeah. He, missed, he missed one to two starts. Right. So then it gets to like week three and I turned them on and I'm like, we're two and one and we're just wasting a roster spot. It's not even. And I'm like, do we drop him? And he's like, should we have to drop him? Like he should be on IL 
in any other year, he'd either be directly in the minors or mm-hmm. on IL. There's no, like, it's not an and or an or, like I told, or it's not like an if. Like, I've talked to Jordan about it. So we talked to Jordan about it. He came back to us and was like, I don't think I can put him on IL. He's not on IL. And we were like, that's kind of bullshit. But, like, at least let us appeal and put together our timeline so we can explain ourselves. Obviously, we did that. What's frustrating to me is that why do I, and I love Jordan, but why do we have a commissioner that couldn't have made the decision on his own? Now, he did originally, but once we sent him the timeline, I think the, the, I I, I guess the, um, what's the word? Like, innocent, proven guilty, not that, but like the, uh, You're the lawyer, so I, no, I don't know. I know. You tell I'm us. trying to think of like, like the judgment, right? The level uh-huh. of judgments needed is like, how does this affect the league? Is this the only team being affected by something? And we are. It you are. You happen. are. It cannot happen to anybody else, because yeah. anybody else who was sent down right now would have already been on the roster. Which means if they had gotten hurt, they'd either be sent down because of performance, or if they get hurt, they have to go on the IL. If Sixto were to be put on the IL today, he would be designated back the 60-day. He can't even go on the 10-day at this point. So that was our frustration. So our frustration was initially with Jordan, who's like, okay, well, I'll put it out to the other nine owners who don't know about it, and we'll see how they vote. To lose the vote 5-4 stinks. That, 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 that is what it is. But in reality, I don't blame you guys for, like, not – for not voting for us. I, if someone was yeah. in a unique situation and you're like, you know, I, it's not your obligation. It's Jordan's obligation to really write an email to the league and say, look, they're the only team getting screwed. And we are because if he had gotten hurt 12 hours earlier, we would have gotten injury replacement. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't get delayed by COVID and was on the roster, he'd just be on the IL and we would have kept them and we would just put him on the IL. Instead, we're sitting there with a guy who's in the minors, but he's not because he's not pitching in the minors. He's just at the alternate he's, site rehabbing. Right, rehabbing. And, his and, and, and he, was, he was sent to the alternate site, like you said, Mike, because they only needed four starters in the week. And a cheap team like Miami will fuck with service time. So you put someone at alternate site, it doesn't count towards his well, time in the majors. Not, they don't have to pay him. It, so well, like, that's the point. That's, that's the point. The, yeah. So it was a one-day difference, money. and, you know, it's, if, it's and, frustrating. And, Shaw, if, if Jordan come back to me and says, look, I found three articles that say he was sent down because of service time, but all of them say that it's not service time because he would have to spend 100 days there. And he just yeah. pitched all last year, so it didn't – it never really made sense, especially with the Marlins being half-decent last year and still being half-decent. I think they're almost 500 anyway. So that one was frustrating. I felt that Jordan could have easily wrote you guys, wrote the entire league an email and been like, they're the only team that this can happen to. It can't happen to anyone else. So you, you, uh, you would have wanted him to basically, you know, take his, you know, the ability and, and put six though, you know, manually on the IL. That's, that's not what, what I actually wanted him to do. That's not. Okay. So what, what exactly would you have wanted? Him I to suggested accomplish? that we drop him for two okay. weeks and for two weeks, he's unavailable. Okay. And all we drop him. None of them can pick him up for two weeks. And if in two weeks, they don't announce something else, which they obviously already did at this point, that they said he's back throwing 105 feet, 
Yeah. And if Mon and I don't pick them up in two weeks, give us a deadline, then anybody else can pick them up. After so, two weeks. After two weeks. So Mon and I were ha- would be hamstrung by the fact that one of those weeks we'd have to reserve a pickup for six mm-hmm. though. So it's not like he'd be on IL. We'd be sitting there free and clear for when he came off. We'd have to put a date in our phones, set an alarm, make right. sure that if we were going to pick him back up, we'd pick him back up. Right. Like there's a chance that you could potentially. And I guess that's that's pretty fair. I, I don't remember that being in the details of the of the um, what what Jordan had sent through. I don't remember seeing that. And maybe that's just me overlooking the whole thing. But that actually does kind of sound fair because then it really is on you guys to remember to pick him up. And if for some reason you do not at that specific deadline, he becomes fair game. That's I kind of yeah, like and that. Then, and then and then, Shaw, the most fair thing about this is right at 1 p.m., two weeks after we drop him, it's just the first person to add him instead of a waiver for him. So okay. pure luck with the, with the app and the site. So back, back to another thing that we need to change. There has to be some sort of waiver on Sunday or something yeah. where when, when the week resets, it, you, it can't just be first come, first serve. Everyone's waiting. Everyone, everyone's on their phone right then. The whole point yeah. is it's, you don't want everyone on your phone right then, especially if you have something going on. We're all older now. We're not like 20 years old where we can just be fucking doing nothing at all times. Like yeah. there's got to be some sort of like Sunday night waivers, 8 p.m. They all go through and you have budget th- for the whole year. That sounds fucking awesome. Like it, it's, it's amazing for fantasy football to look at <laughs> noon to see if you got the player for the right waiver budget. Did you overbid? Did you underbid? Like that's, that's a fun part of the league and seeing how much you have left I, for the playoffs as well. Right. I so guess I think I think that that gets tough given that baseball is every day. I the waiver system could be tough. I mean, I've been in fantasy basketball leagues where that works, and given it, it's a it's an everyday thing. But I think that's a hard thing to manage. And I, you know, the, the obviously I know the the move that Keats and I made last Sunday was was uh, what was really sparked that conversation. But that's you know to be fair, that's kind of always how it's been. You know, no, I, I've you're won, right. You're we've lost out, and, and a lot of times it blows up in your face, you know. So I, I just, I don't know. I, I that, that to me was rarely, rarely it blows up in your face. Maybe well, Ryder and I were thinking about doing face. the same thing two yeah. weeks ago. I mean, that's a, it's a strategy. I, I, you know, don't forget. So part of the thing with fantasy is the strategy, and I guess I, I see what you're yeah. saying with with the waiver money, and and that also brings a whole other strategy to the game, but. I going back to the sixth thing, and I want you to you know my my hold on hold on, was, Shaw, hold on hold yes. on yes okay on. go ahead go ahead so like you, 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 like everyone's excuse for this is this is how it's always been like there there was a rule in fantasy uh, football that on Yahoo that on like anyone who was on your bench you could drop throughout the week even if they've already played a game which is fucking retarded so like well that's crazy on, that's on it, once Thursday, they play you can't touch right them. you would just pick up the backup running back who you know backing up Saquon backing up Zeke and if one of them gets hurt you're fucking golden and if not you just drop them before Sunday and pick someone else up but we changed that because it's a fucking yeah. dumb rule right mm-hmm. makes no sense the fact that you can drop someone at 12:59 and re-pick them up at one o'clock without anyone else having a truly a fair shot is it should not be allowed it's a dumb fucking rule Okay, but that's not like, Jordan's fault. Nobody, right. like, I, I don't. Oh, thousand percent. But it needs to be voted on. It would need to be changed for next year, I, to, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. And I don't, th- I think, Shaw, I think the difference would be that we would try to keep waivers on Sunday. So, like, mm-hmm. Ramon's point is that right after Sunday night baseball starts, right, 
the, all the waiver moves go through. Process. Okay, those right. are process. It's, not, it's not waiver every day. It's just waiver on Sunday so that your week, like two start pickups, stuff like that yeah. is right. wavered. Your pickup on Tuesday, you know, everyone has, everyone has all week to do those pickups, right? And if someone's picking up a two starter on Friday for the following week, amazing. They have extra pickups. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But to pick up a two starter on Sunday at one o'clock or drop someone and add someone in a one minute period, that shit shouldn't be allowed. It's got to be changed because realistically, if you if you dropped uh, 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 Frankie on Friday at twelve, he would have mm-hmm. been picked up before Sunday, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's purely that one minute span that you had to take advantage. And no, but I'm not, and I'm not faulting you for doing it. I I think that that's yeah. oh, 100%. purely allowed, and I'm sure other people will do it the rest of this year. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just think that you're always trying to improve the league in essence. Right. And the, I think that again, we like a lot of times when we put things out to vote or we, we do things in certain dynamics, right. We let group think kind of take over. Well, the league's always been done this way. Well, we've had four keepers forever. Well, we've been in points forever. When you say part of fantasy baseball is strategy, part of the reason I initially wanted categories a couple years ago was starters weren't going deep into games anymore. You had a whole segment of pitchers being part of a major league game that had no fantasy value. And frankly, it's still the case. The seventh, eighth, like, I will give Matt Liebhaber a lot of credit. He used to play in a fantasy league. I forget what it was called, but you basically, it was similar to a dynasty. Shaw, except you handed out contracts and you handed okay. out three year contracts. But this was five, six, seven years ago. Matt and I would do it together, and they were already counting holds. So you had to pick two middle mm. relief guys and a closer. That's so, cool. So I think that like categories bring in a whole host of you could add holds. You and by the way, you can do categories head to head. Like my right. my other league with my high school friends is just just like. You win the week seven five. You go one and zero, right? Like that's mm-hmm. you can do that. You can keep because I like the head to head, but I do think that it also adds a dynamic to prevent from tanking, right? Like if you ever play in a categories league, some team ends up with like four middle relievers, but they win ERA every damn week, right? That's what they do, but they sacrifice innings pitched, right? Or they hit homers, but they don't hit for average, so they lose average. Like yeah, I, and. And you create that limit too. I think, like you said, with with innings pitch, like you can only get a certain amount. Otherwise, you know, and even with uh, the other thing is too, it's like a stolen base is way more meaningful for for uh, categories. So it really creates a deeper player pool in a sense. You know, but what I it mean? also exactly it creates a different way to build a team. So yes. it's not just you because, like, think about it, right? It's really I know it sounds dumb, but Austin Riley for us the other night. What did he go, Schneider? Four for four. He went four yeah. for four with a run. That's mm-hmm. a nice day. That That's is a nice five day. points. But if you're but you're on Alvarez on the same day went one for five with a homer and a strikeout, and he had a half point more. So that's where I think the league gets out of balance, right? I'm not blaming the leagues. I think yeah. homers were really important. But is and I'm not saying that a a home run isn't important, but in the game of baseball, someone going four for four with a run scored. That's a huge deal in categories. It's a big boost for average. It's a big boost for hits. You get the run, right? Like there's a whole – and home runs are just as important, right? Because the home run's a hit, a run, an RBI, 
right? It's obviously good for average type situation. It's good for OPS. But I'm just, that was my argument a couple years ago, was that it also keeps more teams involved later on because if a team has shitty starters, they might punt on wins and they might try yeah. to win saves and they might try to win Ks and they might try to win ERA. I'm wondering, uh, I'm wondering if we should move our vote for league rules from this like start of a season to the end of a season. So that way, like the, the end of the, the league, yeah, that way the league things is are like at the forefront. Fresh. It's a little more relevant. Yeah, like you remember what happened, and like yeah, and then that way you can remember some rules that drove you nuts throughout the year. It's like that might help. And yeah. uh, I would I would love to see more keepers. I'm just like thinking of our team last year. We drafted Trey Turner, and we traded Trey Turner for Jordan Alvarez, and then we redrafted Trey Turner. Like there was zero reason for us not to trade all of our guys. Where if you start to increase keepers, you're, you're going to start to avoid some of that too, and it'll also help with tanking. I think. Yeah, it helps. I, with and to your point, Shaw, I think that just because you asked this, I think that if things change, and I would. By the way, if everyone likes how it is, everyone likes how it is. I don't. Yeah. Well, I Mike, I, I want to say this. Um, I want to say this because I'm keeping a running tally, okay? If things to keep the bills, I got expand keepers to at least six, add minor league spots, create a waiver system, and and have categories. Am I right with those with those four four main main topics? I don't need categories personally, but I I, I would prefer it. Okay, Mike, are you still there? Did we lose Mike? Uh oh. Okay. Jeez, this is uh, let me let me try to get him back on. I don't know what happened to him. So we were on. We were off to a great start here. Great the, start. Uh, great start. Yeah. Unless he's muted, I don't know. Uh, lost connection. Gotcha. Well, we'll give it a let's, second. Let, let, let's so, let. Are you are you still recording right now? I'm still recording. Absolutely. This is this is yeah. I I, oh. I also want to. Uh, Oh, he just he just got disconnected. It looks like, but uh, I think he's gonna come back on. Yeah, perfect. Love it, love it. Um, I do love how Phil deals with the trolls of me and Mike. He took it mm-hmm. as honest as possible when we're obviously trolling. <laughs> and uh, there he is, Mike's back. Sorry, where did I where did I get that. cut off? What up, Sorry Mike? about that. That's okay. That's we don't okay. know. Uh, um, so where I, did I cut off? This is what I was saying, and Mon, let me let me let you finish your thought about the trolling, and then I'm going to go back into what I was saying. I missed that, so you have to tell me what he said. Go ahead. Alex. I was talking about how 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 Phil took our trolling and talked about maturity levels. Oh, well, <laughs> he's a very mature individual. You know, Mike keeps um, getting so this is what I was what saying. What's going on with him? Mike, yeah, I don't know. He's got. He, I, don't, I have no idea what's going on with him. I Mike, can are you hear there? You. I can oh, okay, hear you. Okay. So this is. Are this you is what I, shit, it, Mike? I know you got. I know you have bad service in your fucking bathroom. His brother took no, the first. Oh wait, no, that was Jordan. Oh, okay. Um. So this is what I. I have a running tally here of things to keep the Bills in the league, and and tell me if I'm wrong. Expand keepers to at least six. Add minor league spots. Create a waiver system for Sunday night. And and, exp- and and change the scoring to categories. Now, are those four major things that could keep the bills in place? And 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 with that same thing, if these are all issues that we vote on, and maybe we get one, one to t- one or two or maybe three, which I don't think you're you're going to get all four. 
But if we get any of those four things added, is there a chance that the Bills could stay uh, as an ownership group in the Ohio State Sluggers League? Yes, we just want progress. We just want, want progress. That, I think that Mond makes a good point. I don't I, look. I don't think the league is going to switch to categories. I don't blame. Any, okay. Listen, and people, by the way, they're allowed to like it for the way it is. If I was Jordan and Jason, I would love it. They yeah. win a lot. They pick. They do the same thing every year. They pick a bunch of good pitchers, right? And I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not. I'm not saying that it's that not everyone can adhere to a similar strategy, but they're. Their team is basically built the same way every year, right? They just pick two starters. Yeah. And they're very early. And then they do a good job researching on, like, Kyle Hendricks and certain guys in the middle rounds that end up getting them a lot of points. I'm not suggesting that, that they should want to change. I just think that I, – I, and, again, I, I wouldn't tell people to change things just to keep us in it. The trolling is part of, like, fun. Yeah. We were seriously considering leaving – that first week, I still think that we plan to leave. And again, it's not, it's just the fact that the six to thing is annoying. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I do. You're like, why are you helping a team whose guy really isn't hurt? But he is in fact hurt. He is, he is rehabbing. He's yeah. not even pitching at the minor league site. He's throwing, which is, if you think about it, think about if anybody's holding a guy technically in the minors, at the alternate site right now, they're at least getting it back. If they're not hurt, like he's not like, like Scott Kingery goes down for the Phillies. He gets 15 at bats. He strikes out every time, but he still gets. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I, I, in, the, in a realistic sense, I think that expand, I, I think that we could get all those four issues on the ballot. I think expanding keepers and adding minor league spots and, and probably creating waivers just because of the uproar from Sunday's ordeal I think that those are three legitimate things that can happen. I don't, I don't, I don't think you're going to win the categories uh, vote. But if those three things happen, that's progress. Can the Bills – will the Bills remain in this league? That's all I want to know. And I if, think... if – go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mon. I would stay. Uh, I was just talking with, with uh, Dano today about it. Um, and uh, we talked about how – it just, it's it's nice to follow the tribe, obviously. With, with fantasy, it's nice yeah. to know who they're playing against. And, and that really never happens without fantasy. So it, I do like that aspect of, like, knowing players on each team. I remember, like, back in the day when I was playing fantasy baseball in high school, and I'd go to the game with my dad, and, my, and I'd be, like, talking about the right fielder and the relief pitcher and this and that. I can name every single starter on every team. That shit's cool. And, I, you know, we're not yeah. at that level now, but, it, you know, it's nice to know the sport and be able to talk knowledgeably, knowledgeably about it. Um, so to, I would. To Mon's point, I think there's also, uh, by the way, I, I think I agree with Mon that if, like, certain things were to change and maybe everybody would take themselves a little bit less seriously, probably myself as well, right, when you're really <laughs> talking about it. But the facts are, like, we really shouldn't need, like, like I said before, a five-page rule book. Five-page rule we, sh- yeah. we shouldn't, like, I understand that Steve supposedly, like, cheated, but, like. Oh, he did. It was against my team. It wasn't supposed. Like, y- Yonder Alonso. Yonder Alonso was, I, I remember this so vividly and clear. We were playing against him. He had Yonder Alonso on his bench because, you know, I, I was following. It was a Friday night, um, and I was following it very closely because it was a really close game. Yonder Alonso was sitting on his bench. I think he hit like two home runs in the game. And then all of a sudden I refresh and he's sitting in the first base spot. 
Was that what it was? He had already yes. hit the homers? Yes. Okay, I, the yes. Yes. I thought it was that he had didn't have a chance to put him in at like 1259. No. We like retroactively yeah. went Steve, back. Steve says it's 15 minutes after. No, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm telling you, I it, and it was this was at night. This wasn't like this was in the middle of the game because I remember I was at like I, I was at some bar and I was just checking. I kept refreshing because there were games on and I was following. And all of a sudden, Yonder Alonso sitting in the first base spot, and I, I, I mean, I called it right away. Yeah, and I'm not, you... I'm, not, I'm, I'm not suggesting that that's not that that's not cheating. What I'm what I was going to get at is if you took Steve's version of the events, right? <laughs> this right that goes back to another issue with the league, which is. That we have to, that we're the only league in the world that every single player locks at one o'clock. Or did that change finally? Did that, that, change? I, that changed. That's that changed. That's changed. And this was at like seven. So yeah, that, that, yeah. that wasn't the issue. Could you, could you imagine how good Lee Paper's teams would be over the years had he been able to swap players after he uh, didn't update his rosters? Without a doubt. On time? <laughs> Holy shit. We're talking like thousands of points, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why he brought in Jake Hurst because Rutman wasn't paying close enough attention when Matt is not available. That is, that Matt basically needs a partner that can pay attention. Sure. Yeah. To your point, I would also say that I think that the league at some point, like, I think there, like, I, I also proposed, was it last year, Mon? When did I propose the full reset that every five years, like, everybody should go back in and we should have a normal draft? Like, I think that would also be for COVID, I think you did, right? I think I proposed it right before COVID, before COVID yeah. happened, after it. I, like, I remember I, the talk about the reset, yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, it gets boring, right? Like, Mon and I, we, we think about it, we come to every deadline, and I'm picking between keeping Jordan Alvarez, let's say, and to Mon's point, right, Sixto Sanchez. When, in fact, if I drafted them both, why should I have to pick between the two of them that, like – they're probably going to end up split apart by like 10 points anyway. Right. Like yeah. It really is. And that is also where, again, I think the league gets into trouble. I think way too many people value four players on their roster at the end of week 15, right. Or whenever the deadline is when and we can, we get into it too, Mon and I, but the facts are, if it was eight, you wouldn't have people blowing everything up. Right. For one guy, because they'd be like, well, you know, I can keep Turner and I can keep Otani. Or whoever, right? So I think that needs to get back onto the ballot this offseason. I think that that's an easy thing, and I think that more people will be on board um, as we continue to talk about it. I, 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 listen, I'm all for expanding the keepers. I agree. Four is not a lot, especially because this really is more of a dynasty-type format. And that's where I also think adding minor league spots could be really, really cool. And I, I don't know if there's a way to do it, but I think it would be cool. I mean, you spoke about ha- you know having contracts. Like, I think that would be cool to have some sort of – and I don't know how this would work because there's no that way we're going to be whole, able to shift. That was like literally a whole site that like yeah. – uh, It was really I – wouldn't, I wouldn't do it go that far because it was, it was very cool. Like, Matt, if yeah. you have, have you had Matt on this podcast yet? Yeah, he was one. Of, he was the first guest. I'm, oh, that's right. Okay, but if you ever talk to Matt about it, he can explain it a lot better than I can. But that was a very simpler, cool system. My next place to go, honestly, would be like, how do you get more players involved? Because as Mon likes to say, and it's happened in football too. And Mon, you and I talk about it. There's just nobody on fucking waivers ever, because right or, now on waivers at no all, starters. you can't pick. Like, yeah. they all stink. And Mon and I were talking about it the other day. Even because we have so many hitters, 
now, right? That are playing all the time. Granted. Mm-hmm. We lost you there. I, I don't know. He's cutting out again. Yeah. Kid's the got last the worst thing he said all time. <laughs> know, any, any, anytime I anytime I call him, the call goes call goes out. And Same he's thing. In his bathroom, the bad spot. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, he was on. A, he was on a roll too. I was curious what he was going to say. Same. I was curious what he's going to say. To Mike, he's either in the bathroom or driving, and no matter what, he has bad service. <laughs> One of the two, huh? One wow. Of the two. That's that's crazy. So it sounds like How there about is the tribe, still a possibility. Huh? Oh, yeah. 11 and well, 2 oh, he, or he 9 left. and 2 9 and 2 in the le- yeah they are they are uh they are red hot right now. what'd you say you know it's great to see Danny Duffy Danny Duffy back to his normal self Guys, I, could, Earth, I could hear you the entire time could you yes I'm not in the bathroom mom I'm in my parents apartment <laughs> shut up I think it switches on bluetooth to somewhere in here that's what I think happens really yeah but, All right, Mon. What I what I was trying to say is, Sean, so your last thing you, you said increase, was bad hitter, hitter or batter. You said right. something about how it. do you increase the pool of players that are available and help teams? Because there's no reason that, like theoretically, like middle relievers should be on teams at least one or two spots. Right, yeah. hold should be something because there's could be a really good stat to add. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going to add that to the list of, of things. They're a keep huge you guys. part of baseball, and I think there's also value in just like changing thing ups. Mon, how many times? In, in the years you've been in fantasy football, we've probably had five different, like, avail- we've added a receiver. We've switched from two to three oh, yeah. to flex. We change something different almost every year, not just payout, just because it's like, okay, how's we switch from uh, snake to auction. Mm-hmm. I just told my brother, I'm ready to go back to snake. Like, I, I-, I would love to add a flex. That gets fun. Right. Like, well, I think that like that's where I get a little annoyed with the league. They act like we act like it's some like gold standard. Meanwhile, the MLB has changed more this year than we've changed in ten years. They got a ghost runner on second. Yeah, I, I mean, we, I don't know how long that's going to stick, but um, I, 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so yeah, no, I know what you that mean. That is a I, dumb rule. So, <laughs> so it's a horrible rule. It's so stupid. Let me ask you this, Mike, and, and because you've been in the league, I think you, you've been in even longer than me. I, I'm on your tent. I, I would love to take this moment, and, and personal feelings aside, um, can you rank the three commissioners, uh, you know, Steve, Jordan, and, uh, and Flam? Can you rank who you liked as commissioner? And that's the other thing. Do you want to – would you want to change at the helm? Or, or we could even do a fuck, marry, kill if you want. But I, I, I just no. – you know, between those three. So here's the way I would describe it is I thought that Flam, who was the initial commissioner when it started. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought he set up a very fun league. I like at the time I had never done points. Like I thought it was. And then I thought that it, the league did do things that like, I'm just a bad like communicator, right? He's a, the nicest guy. He's just bad at like realizing that things need to change. Right. He's very into like, you know, I mean, Mon, you know him better than I do. He's just always happy. Go lucky. He's just is what he is. So like, he's got Giancarlo in the 16th round. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. Right. He's just like, we got happy. Go lucky. Right. Oh, yeah. So he's the Paul Tyler. Phenomenal. Paul Tyler. Phenomenal commissioner. I think there's Donald no one who could handle this one. league. 
yeah, he's the I best. Think Dono would be number one. I do think at certain times he should also embrace like being the fact that like we all trust him to make a reasonable decision. And at the same time, I think that also there should be like a standard that we're all comfortable with, right? Like if yeah. theoretically, like again, Mancini last year, Mon, right? He had cancer, right? All and had we, cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Picked him and then we just dumped him on IL, right? That was what we did. Mon. Did we repick Mancini this year or we kept him? Kept him. I think you kept him too. Right. So we picked him last year and then kept him on IL, right? Yeah. Is that what we did? Because he was so to that point, right? Like I, I where was I going with that? What the fuck did I want? I, I, I have no idea. Shit. I lost my train of I, thought. I do want to give Donna one word of advice. I don't think that anyone wants to just yeah. like Mike is saying, take it in your own hands. Like no one cares on Tuesday to make a vote on Sixto Sanchez IL or not. Just fucking take it in your own hands. We all trust you. There's no need to involve us for everything all the time. Love in the chat. Call it that. Then it's done. There's no need to involve. Yeah. Like, I just think that that's. I guess that's kind of where I was going, right? Whereas if it's something that affects only one person or one team that they couldn't have known, right? So like theoretically. If Sixto had blown his arm out, like Mon makes this joke, like if he had blown his arm out 12 hours before, we would have had an injury replacement. Obviously, if he had done it 12 hours after opening day, we wouldn't have an injury replacement because everyone would be picked. Right. But if Dono said to – if that happened to you, let's say, and it was someone you drafted, and one, and that morning he woke up and tore his ACL and was going to be out for the year, if Mon sent out an email that said, look – Scherzer slipped on the steps and tore out his ACL. I'm letting uh, Shaw – I don't know who has Scherzer this year. I'm letting Shaw get a like a, a, a pickup that's not – The Dards, pick- the Dards have, uh, have Scherzer. Okay, but, I, like, I'm, I'm not going to – that's a bad example. But the Put Dards – 35 against you. Yeah, the Dards are going to drop Scherzer, and it's not going to count as an ad pickup for week one because we're losing our first-round pick for the whole year. I'd be like, okay. They're the only one who got screwed. He slipped on the steps the day after they picked him, right? Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, I think that they're – and that was part of the 6 though thing, right, where I was trying to explain it to him. I was like, we will do this any which way, but we are now – it's going to be nine weeks. We're going to have to keep him on the roster. And by the way, the worst part of the whole thing is he could have a set weeks and he'll never play. And that's what we were trying to get at with Jordan with the 6 though thing. Yeah. It's like, that's a very obvious, in my opinion, like – Jordan writing the league an email and saying, Sixto Sanchez is being drafted. He can't be picked up. And just explain it. That's where we got frustrated. Once I, he puts it out to a vote, there's no way it was going our way. Right. Although it came close. It did come close. And I, I will say, had I had I, – I, again, and I could be totally missing this, but I didn't know that that whole drop, nobody touched uh, proposal was, was even in discussion because I think it does make sense. Um, and again, you know, for full transparency, my whole take was – if CBS does not, you know, make him IL eligible, I, 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 I'm going to go with what the site says. But at that same note, you know, CBS is obviously really shitty. So that's another thing that, you know, I right. think could, could change again next year. So, I mean, from my takeaway, you, you, the door is not completely shut. There's, there's chances that you guys will be back next year. Um, if not, though, and, and it would really break my heart. It would be really sad to see you guys leave. 
if you guys do leave, I want to give you guys both the opportunity. Going to give you guys both the opportunity right now, one at a time, to kind of present Bill's Bill's will, you know, and and just give give your will, um, your your last will and, and uh, testimony uh, for the league, and let Bill's us know. Testament. It's testament. Tes- it's ahead. testament. Okay. Well, yeah. thank God I've never had to deal with any of those in my life. Yes. So. Well, that's yeah. good. Yes. So we'll. <laughs> so the the <laughs> the Bills will last. The Bills' last will and testament. So, so please, you guys have the floor. I'll start, Mike. Go ahead, Mon. So, Mike and I made comments earlier last week that we're deeply ashamed of. Some might call it trolling. Uh, if we have hurt anyone out there, I can't say how much we say from the bottom of our hearts. We are so very sorry. We pride ourselves and think of ourselves as men of faith, the Jewish faith, as there's a drive into deep left field by Castellanos, and that'll be a home run. (laughs) Mike, you take it from here. You know, I started this, our team name, a gentleman who was a... Oh, God, are we going to lose this connection right now? (laughs) Wait, can you not hear me? Okay, now I can hear you. You started, and then, and so start again. So, so you know, the, the name of this team references a man who was a big part of this league. And, you know, that man got married this past year during COVID and has moved on with his life. And it just feels like a story about Bill. You know, at this point in time, as if Bill's moved on, the team has to move on. And we wish everyone the very best of luck. And we'll be available by cell phone, unlike the real bill. <laughs> I think that's well put. I, I'm really hoping that if we can get, again, expanding the keepers to at least eight, adding a minor league spot, create waivers, potentially, you know, uh, vote on categories and add holds. If we can have those things voted on and maybe two two or three of those things get added, I'm really hoping that you guys stick, uh, stick in the league. But uh if not, I, I appreciate the time, boys. Uh, this has been a really great episode. Um, Sorry for any... my connection issues. I, I don't know where that comes from. It's okay. I, I, I don't know either. That's, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I'm on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, it's obviously not great Wi-Fi. Well, you know. Well, Mike, thank you very much, Mon. Thank you. This was a really, uh, this was a good episode. I feel like you guys really let out a lot. Um you know, I, I'm not sure everybody's going to agree with your takes, but I, I, I want you guys to have that floor. So I you appreciate just lost it. On. That's okay. I think maybe he thought we were done. <laughs> <laughs> it, I'll right, tell you what, it was hard you. to get you guys on the horn, but we finally did Yeah, I did apologize. It. We were, that's okay. You're a busy man. You. you have a real job. So do you. I, I do. Uh, yeah, but, you know, working from home, I'm able to kind of maneuver things, schedule's a little more open, but – This was great, boys. Thanks again. This is another episode of The Call with Shawl, and we'll be back next week uh, with, I don't even know.